Hello, and welcome to the Coach's Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And today we have Dr. Nora Vasquez, who is a certified physician coach. Nora, if you don't mind, let us know a little bit about the coaching that you do. Sure. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. I'm thrilled and delighted to be here. Um, As you said, I'm a physician coach. I am from San Antonio, Texas and was um, trained as a certified internist and uh, went through and decided, you know, through my own uh, coaching career, decided to pursue a certification in coaching because I experienced burnout in my career. And Mm -hmm. I learned so much through that journey to wellness that I decided, you know what, everybody needs to know about coaching and how it can really help your, you yeah. create a life that you love. And so um, that's what brought me here today to, to share all the knowledge that I've learned throughout this journey. Yeah. And you coach different kinds of medical professionals. Yes. Not just other doctors. That's right. So I coach anybody in healthcare you know, cause I really feel a very much aligned with my mission to heal the healers because mm-hmm. we need healing too. Oh, absolutely. You know, we, you know, we, we do a really good job taking care of our, you know, patients our communities leading and advocating, but sometimes we forget that we need time and self-care and, and to, to have the time to reflect and, and to fill back our cup. And so um, it's just been a delight to be able to coach hundreds and hundreds of physicians, APPs, advanced practice providers, nurses, social workers all throughout the United States and Canada to help them achieve that harmonious work-life balance that oftentimes feels so elusive to us. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And that's what we're going to talk about today, right? Is is burnout and how to get that work-life balance back. That's right. Yes. And I, you know, you ask me about, you know, what do I do? And, and part of what I do is I coach one-on-one, but I also have a, a coaching program where I coach in a community of physicians, healthcare leaders, where we come together and can really um, support one another, encourage one another and learn from each other, which yeah. I find, you know, healing is really amplified when we're in community. Absolutely. I think, you know, people don't realize it's easy to believe that our problems are individual problems. And we don't realize sometimes that the person next to us is experiencing the same thing. So knowing that is powerful. Yeah. You know, when I was in burnout, it felt very, very lonely. I thought I was the only one that mm-hmm. somehow I didn't get the memo yeah, <laughs> how exactly. to create work-life balance. When I would look around, like everybody seemed to have it all together and they were, you know, living their best life. And I was like, well, something's missing because, you know, if I'm living the dream, why am I not happy? Yeah. You know? And, and I, what I come to realize is that, yeah, sometimes you're not happy and that's Okay but you can get so much insight, right? Because our emotions are trying to communicate to us. They're trying to get our attention. And when we're usually dissatisfied and happy, it's because there's been a boundary that's been violated or we're not aligned with our core values. And so it's, it's been a joy to be able to help people realign to those core values again, and really create a life that they love. So when people come to you, Mm -hmm. how, like what usually happens to the point that they've decided, okay, I have to do something. I mean, you, you experience the same thing, right? So what is that that you usually see in people? Yeah. You know, there's a really great quote and, um, 
you know, I just came back from a retreat at a leading at a, you know, a healthcare retreat um, for a major organization in Atlanta. And I'm going to read it to you, this quote, because I really think it's it's very poignant. And it's by John Maxwell. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but um, he's he's pretty, pretty well known. Mm-hmm. And what he says is that, you know, people change when they hurt enough, they have to change when they learn enough that they want to change or when they receive enough that they're able to change. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true, right? Yeah. Um, When you create the awareness that something's just not right, then, you know, when you know better, you do better. (laughs) So it's just creating that awareness for yourself, you know? So how, how do you work with people? What do you do to help them? They have realized they've got to change. What, what do you do to help them make those changes? Yeah. So we usually meet, you know, one-on-one or in the group, um, we'll talk about some of the challenges that we're all facing. And a lot of times it's that work-life balance. Like they just Mm -hmm. feel disconnected, um, or maybe they want more growth and development in their life, or maybe they're at a a pivot, you know, in their career. And they're saying, you know, I, I not, you know, I know I want to, to lead more. I want, um, more, a fulfilling career, but I don't know how to get there. And so, you know, we talk about, you know, getting clearer in our career goals and what they think would create that fulfillment and joy again in medicine. And so really it's just a matter of, you know, working with them one-on-one and figuring out what are your core values. And I take them through an exercise where we identify the top five core values that matter to them. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to serve as their North star as they make all their decisions for their career and their family life. And that really is very empowering when they can remember their core values, because that's going to guide them to create that life they love again. So for some of our listeners, let's say they're not healthcare professionals, so mm-hmm. they can't come to you for coaching. How would you suggest that they figure out what their core values are? Yeah, you know, there, you know, you can find this on on the internet. There's lots of books on this, but really it's just a matter of um, you can even Google it, you know, what are some, you know, core values, and then look at the list and just circle five you know, that speak to you, that resonate with you. And what's so important is that these core values change over time because, yes. you, you know, <laughs> there are different priorities in your life. You know, when Absolutely. you're a young mom and you're trying to raise your kiddos, right. You know, your priorities change, you know, mm-hmm. versus when you're kind of a seasoned, you know, clinician in the world, right. Our priorities are constantly changing. And so this is an exercise that I take my clients through, you know, quarter, each quarter, I, I ask them to revisit this because, there's so much insight and growth that can happen from that. Yeah. And and the goal, you know, I take them through the wheel of life as well, where we look at all eight components of their life and we rate their degree of satisfaction. And so when you can kind of assess and create that insight for yourself, um, the goal isn't to have, you know, perfect tens all around the circle, right. In all areas of your life. The goal is pick one and work on that one for a quarter and create some growth movement in that, in that, you know, avenue. And then once you feel satisfied, then you can move to the next area of your life that you want, you know, some growth. And so, so it's just, you know, realizing that for many of us high achievers, we tend to be perfectionists. And so (laughs) we have to overcome those limiting beliefs. Like, no, life isn't perfect. It's okay. Like have grace. I love that. The idea of just picking one and working on it 
one at a time, because Mm -hmm. so many times I see with my clients, they're like, everything has to get better. You know, I have to do it all because that's, that's the mode they're in that high achiever mode of getting everything perfect. And it's like, you know, you can, you can just work on this one area and move it forward and then take another piece and move it forward. It's not a race. Right. And I think, you know, for many of us, especially, you know, in medicine or, you know, professional careers, we think we have this idea that we have to keep all the balls in the air at all times, right? We have to be perfect and, you know, the perfect mom, the perfect leader, advocate, um, physician, you know, see uh, like all the things. And if one ball drops, we think, you know, we always think that. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's what's driving our burnout is this yeah. perception that we have to be perfect. And the truth is we don't. And so here, I'll give you one tip that really changed my life. What if you could just have one win a day, just one, mm-hmm. like that changed my whole life because now mm-hmm. I didn't have to have perfect tens all across the board. I could just like today, I want to be a good mom. And so what does that mean for me? It means I get to spend 10 minutes on the couch reading a, a you know, a book with my, my son. Uh you know, and that's my gold star for today. And then tomorrow, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be a great, you know, physician and I'll focus on my patients. It's not like you can't do them, you know, simultaneously, but it's like, where are you putting your attention? What you focus Mm -hmm. on matters. And so being able to kind of incorporate that into your life is, is really helpful. So the, the whole idea of work-life balance, you know, how, how do how do you do that on a regular basis? Because that's what, you know, I guess there's a debate. Is there even really a work-life balance? What is that? So what do you what do yeah. you think that is? Yeah, I think, you know, we have this misconception that balance should be like the scales, like, you know, exactly. I'm spending, you know, an hour at work, then I need to spend an hour at home or, you know, and, and that's not how it works. That's mm-hmm. not real life. And so the way I like to think about it is harmony. Like how mm-hmm. do we create a more harmonious work-life balance? And so the way I define harmony, you know, or I, bet, I guess Google defines harmony is marked by agreement in feeling attitude or action forming a pleasingly consistent whole congruous. And I love that definition because Mm. it's like, what is agreeable to my soul? What resonates with me? doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be equal. It just has to form a more pleasing experience of my life in the world and how I show up. Yeah. And so you get to define that you get to, you know, redefine success. You get to redefine failure you know, what if there is no failure? There's just learning, growing and evolving, right? Like Mm -hmm. that gives you so much freedom to create a life again, on purpose, intentional that you love. And, and that is not based on other people's expectations, but only on, on how you want to, you know, show up in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the whole idea of, of balance is I love that you said it's not a scale because that is how I think people expect it to be, but it's also, it's on a continuum. Mm -hmm. So when we have small children, they are going to take more of our time that, but over the course of our lives, Mm -hmm. we can balance that out because there's a time when, when it won't when it won't take every moment, like it seems like it does when they're little. 
Yeah, 100%. You know, I have two boys, they're nine and 11, and they're a little bit more self sufficient, but I still want to be present. I still oh, want to, you know, take them out and, and, and really, you know, be part of part of that, you know, parenting role. And so it's just redefining, you know, in this season of your life, how do you want that to look like, mm-hmm. you know, at yeah. work at home and how you're and just for yourself, how do you want to show it for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I probably should have led with this, but why do you think we are seeing so much more burnout Mm. today that, I mean, it's a really a hot topic. You see it across professions It's with teachers, it's with physicians, it's with any kind of executive professional role. I mean, probably even beyond that, but why do you think we see such an increase in it today? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's this idea of the great reprioritization, right? I think the last three years with COVID, um, you know, we had burnout before COVID, you know, it was always there, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, I think, you know, having COVID just really kind of gave us pause and time to reflect and realize like, oh, time is short, (laughs) you know, yeah, I could get sick, people die. Like we forget, you know, that there is uncertainty in the world. And it really helped us kind of like bring into focus what do, what really matters Mm -hmm. in this moment, right? We can get kind of numbed out with social media and entertainment, all those things. But then when we're kind of faced with the reality of life, it, it, I think, you know, there's a blessing in that, in, in that um, experience that we can use to our benefit, right? And I think for, for many in healthcare, especially it was front and center. I mean, for those frontline workers, they saw so much suffering and it really re prioritized their, their goals for their life. And, and now everybody's talking about it because that's what really matters at the end of the day is, you know, how, how do you live? a life that's meaningful and that creates meaningful connection that you feel um, aligned to. And so I think for, for many people across industries, you know, teachers, healthcare, finance, I mean, it's just everywhere, you know, even executives that I coach too, like they also um, need support and encouragement. And then also that peer community to help them recognize like they're not alone, right? Mm -hmm. This is part of the human condition. Right. And so we're able to normalize that in the group coaching program that I, that I lead. So. Awesome. Well, you mentioned that, um, that you have people define their core values first, and Mm -hmm. then they, they scheduled those things into their calendars. What other tips can you give our listeners? Yeah. So I really think, um, you know, through my own journey to wellness and it's a constant practice. So it's not like you reach this, like, oh, Nirvana level of like (laughs) all done. It's all done, you know, <laughs> one and done. No, I mean, it's just like week by week, moment by moment, having that time for reflection and recognize, okay, today, what are the top three most important things that really matter today that I really mm-hmm. want to see on my schedule? And, and so being able, you know, I'm a big fan of planning. And so when I look at my week, I, I like to use a Google calendar and I, you know, if I'm looking at my core values and I say, okay, meaningful connection is important to me. What does that look like specifically? And so I teach my clients to, to find a metric that works for them. And so it might be like 
date night every other week. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if that's meaningful to you, then you have to plan it. You got to put it on the schedule because if it's not on the schedule, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so I teach them that technique, you know, week by week, whatever your core value is that you want to focus on for that week, plan it. And so Mm -hmm. if it's taking your kid to soccer practice, um, and that's your meaningful connection, you know, going for ice cream afterwards or something, Mm -hmm. put that down and give yourself credit for, for incorporating that into your life. And that's how you create that, that harmonious work-life balance is that intention and then scheduling it in. Yeah. And it's not that hard. (laughs) It's not, but I I will, I will tell on myself a little bit. One of the things I I am a big planner also, but Mm -hmm. for a long time, what I did was I marked off family time and just left that block open. Mm. And you're right. If you don't specifically write it in the calendar, then you end up filling it. I mean, family time can be a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And so making those intentional plans, you know, I'm going to read with my child at this time or I'm, and every moment doesn't have to be filled. I'm not a big um, scheduler. I have a nine-year-old also, and then we have grown children, but Mm -hmm. I'm not big on scheduling, you know, a lot of activities, Mm -hmm. but scheduling in those things that are meaningful to us was really important. And so I found out I have it. I do block off family time, but I also intentionally block off pieces within there to do things or they don't get done. Right. Right. And there's a lot of flexibility, right? So I might block, you know, an hour with my son and it doesn't, he gets to decide, you know, Hey, do we take a walk? Do we walk the dog? Do we play ball? Do we just sit and snuggle and read a book? Like it can look like whatever you want it to look like, but it's there and it's a Mm -hmm. reminder and you follow through, right? We follow through for everybody else, but sometimes we forget to follow through for ourselves and whether that's self-care or time with, with the people that matter most to us. Right. Yeah, because self-care, that's another thing. If you don't put it at a certain place on the calendar, that is one that will immediately get taken up by something else. Yeah. And so I I practice what I preach. So like tomorrow Mm -hmm. it's Valentine's Day. I scheduled myself a massage. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) You know, so I, you know, whatever I need, you know, if I need a spa day just to like do nothing, I will do that for myself. And, and you have to, because guess what? Nobody's going to do it for you. No, <laughs> they're just, no. and, and you can't go out and serve others. I don't remember if we were talking about this and as mm-hmm. we were pre-gaming or if you actually said this, but we aren't at our best place to serve others if our cups are empty. Right. Exactly. And, you know, so many, you know, career professional women and men, you know, we, we're, we're servant leaders. We give and give and give. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember, we have to have that cup full again. You know, we need to re-energize, refocus, realign, um, and fill ourselves up. And, and we're the, and that's great news because we're the best ones to do that because we know what we need, right? Other people don't always know what we need, but we do. And so give that to yourself. And then we're teaching our children by example that they should do that for themselves and our, our friends, the people we work with, you know, we set that example. Yeah. When you give yourself permission to, to create that time for self-care reflection, but then also, you know, create a life that you love on purpose. It really does inspire those around you to Mm -hmm. do the same. Yeah. Right. They feel your energy. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. 
All right. Anything else you want to tell our listeners? Any important tips you want to pass on to them? Yeah, you know, I just want to encourage them to recognize what burnout is. And so I'll just define it briefly. Burnout, again, it's across all industries, you know, mm-hmm. it is. and and so there's actually a World Health Organization definition about it. And so oh, I didn't wow. realize this. Yeah, I there, didn't either. Yeah. So there are three components. One is you start to feel emotionally or physically exhausted by your work. Or you become very cynical in your thinking about your work, you know, very negative kind of energy when you think about your work. Mm-hmm. And then the third is a decreased sense of personal accomplishment, like what you do doesn't really matter in the big scheme of things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're sensing any of those kind of symptoms of burnout, um, it's a clue. It's a clue to say, hey, I, I probably need to pay attention to this and I need to attune into like what is driving the burnout and how can I create a more aligned, uh, experience for myself Mm -hmm. and recognize that burnout comes from an occupational phenomenon of workplace stress, chronic workplace stress. That's not well-managed. Right. And so sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need support. And sometimes that's from a coach or maybe, um, a therapist, a counselor, psychiatrist, your physician, um, a pastor, but I want to normalize help also help seeking behavior because we're not here to do it alone. You know, we were created to to be in community and that's how our brain is wired. Right. And so I want to give people permission to get the help and support that they need Mm -hmm. because it can really elevate your life. um, So that way you feel more fulfilled day to day. And then, you know, I just want to also recommend that, you know, find a community, some, you know, find a support group, um, whether that's through a coaching program, like you run yourself, Sonia, or, you know, one that you can find in your community, but, but there is help out there and you don't have to suffer. Suffering is optional. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And so, um, I would encourage them to, to find the support that they need. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the way you're looking at this topic. I think, like I said, it's so relevant right now and Mm -hmm. I appreciate you coming and sharing it with us. My pleasure. So if, if we do have healthcare professionals who are looking for a coaching program, how can they find you? Sure. So they can go to my website. It's www.renewyourmindmd.com. So renewyourmindmd.com. And um, they can also email me at renewyourmindmd at gmail.com as well. Okay. And you coach both women and men. Yes. Yeah. I coach everyone and, you know, anybody in healthcare. So physicians or, you know, nurses, social workers, healthcare professionals, anybody in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do offer some one-on-ones for, you know, I do coach executives too across all fields. So I'm open to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But my group coaching program is primarily for healthcare professionals, but I do Mm one-on-one with anybody. All right. Thank you. If you are looking, if you're not a healthcare professional and you're looking for coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or you can also come to our Coaches Cup Facebook page. And we would love to hear how are you dealing with burnout? Are you currently experiencing burnout? And if so, what have you done to include self-care in your routine? Wonderful. Thank you again, Nora. My pleasure. Be well. We'll see you next week. Take care.